0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT. Today, I am joined by special guest, Stephanie. So, hey, Stephanie, how you doing?
1: Hey, what's up? How are you?
0: Doing pretty good, and thank you for joining me today on O-Face Wrestling. Problem. So, overall, how do you feel about this card from top to bottom right now?
1: I feel like with the just with the build on smart on smackdown this week alone has me more excited for the show than what I have been in the past few weeks specifically because a lot of my faves are in their matches and also hopefully we'll see the end of a lot of things that have been repetitive so that way they can end that and start something. Exactly.
0: That's the one thing I'm one of the many things I'm excited about this extreme rules card is a lot of those like you said, a lot of those rivalries that we wanted to end. Looks like they will be ending, which will free up mm-hmm. some of these wrestlers for something fresh and new at SummerSlam. Right. Yeah, no, like honestly, like usually like a pay per view before one of the big four pay per views usually is not really expected, you know, to be any good. Usually, you know, Fastlane, which is Mm -hmm. always before uh, WrestleMania, is usually just a, I like to call it like a build up car, you know, build up pay per view where they just like the build up specific wrestlers for the bigger shows. This, you know, this one actually looks like, you know, a solid, you know, like it's going to be a solid pay per view, honestly. So I'm really excited for it. We got a lot of fresh new matches. You know, we got some matches I think will probably carry on to SummerSlam, and I'm fine with that. So, so let's get right. started with the first match probably will be the pre-show match. That is uh, drew Gulak defending the cruiserweight championship against Tony Nice. What's your opinions on this match?
1: You know, up until recently, I mean, I would see highlights from two Oh five live, but I didn't, I can admit I didn't take the time to watch it in full on a weekly basis, but within the past couple of months, I feel like 205 Live is right under quality with NXT as far as, like, the storytelling and the matches. I, I'm i definitely a real big fan of Drew Gulak now because of things I've seen him do in NXT. And especially with 205 Live, I've gone back and watched some things. I can't really say I've ever seen a Cruiserweight match that's disappointed me. Yeah, I have so I'm really excited. Yeah, for I it.
0: mean honestly I agree with you every single time I've seen a cruiserweight match, it's always been good, especially back when uh Buddy Murphy was the cruiserweight champion. But Yes. Yeah, they have so much talent in that division, it just kinda kinda sucks. They never really properly got showcased. And the fact that they're always mm-hmm. on the pre show makes it feel unimportant, honestly. So, from like a you know a match perspective, I know it's going to be a great match. Who do you think's going to win this?
1: I really hope that Drew Gulak keeps it. I like mm-hmm. Tony Nice, but he just didn't have that. What's the word I'm looking for? I feel like he didn't have that umph. He has good matches, but he, he was a yeah, little more. Yeah, exactly.
0: Boring to me. I feel like that's. Uh you know, the thing with a lot of those cruiserweight wrestlers, like, they're fantastic in-ring performers, but, you know, when it comes to, like, the mic skills and uh, the character work and all that kind of stuff, that that's always been, like, a thing with, like, uh, a good example is Cesaro. He's always been able to go out mm-hmm. there and p- put, a, put together, like, five-star matches, but he just was such a boring character and didn't really have much charisma. That, you know, seems to be the case for a lot of the wrestlers in the cruiserweight division, which... But, I mean, some wrestlers you never really know because they don't get that opportunity to, but, you know, they don't really put much effort in the storylines, I feel like, in 205 Live. They kind of, you know, they, they focus on the wrestling, which is cool, but I feel like, you know, they mm-hmm. need to add some storylines to it. So, I mean, it's it's great wrestling, but I'm also worried that um, they're kind of phasing out the cruiserweight division just I mean, if you if you noticed recently, which I'm sure you have, you know, some of their wrestlers from the cruiserweight division has started to filter over to the main roster, like you know, Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander. So I think that could be the case, but uh, yeah, I have to go with you too. If Drew Gulak went in just because he did win the title at WrestleMania, I won't go as far as to say that it's too soon for him to drop it because he's held it for like two, three months now. But I, I just feel like you know, like you said, Tony Meese doesn't really have that, you know. That you know, that extra sauce, you know, that spice things up a little bit in that division. Yeah, right. The best way I could word it, but yeah, I, I definitely got Drew Gulak winning it. If anyone's gonna beat him, I think um, uh, Mike Canellis, if he's even still in that division now, because he was on RAW
1: recently. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I, from mm-hmm. what I heard, he was doing good things in 205 Live. So I mean, if anyone's gonna you know be a champion, you know, beat Drew Gulak, I think it would be him.
1: Right. And I really got into it. Like, I, I agree with you with Mike Canellis, but I also wouldn't mind. But I don't know how that would work because he's also on NXT. I'm a huge fan of Oni Lorcan. Like, he just can't do any wrong.
0: Yeah, I saw your uh, one of your tweets about him. He is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, they could easily move him from NXT to um 205 Live. And I, I honestly, I really wish they would have put um, Leo Rush in 205 Live and had him do something. I, I saw one of his matches on YouTube with Ricochet. He is awesome. Like, they do not showcase him you know, properly on the main roster. He was, you know, like the little brother of um, Bobby Lashley for a while. Yes. I was Bobby kidding. Lashley. But I saw that. I am like, what is WWE doing? Like, they, they got wrestlers that I think did really turn 205 around and they just don't use him.
1: And and you know what? Another thing is when they brought Gable. I think he's just, he's great. So when they had him on 205, I also wouldn't mind him beating Gulag for it to give him a chance to shine and like, yes, I can be that guy. Because I don't feel like he's ever really been given a fair shot aside from when he was in NXT with Jordan. Yes, with Jordan. Jordan. So yes, so I don't know, but I would be totally fine with Mike Kanellis too, because he didn't really blow on the main <laughs> roster, but on 205, I'm like, this is great. I wish more people would watch it. So yeah,
0: exactly. I think that's one of the issues too, with 205 live, Um, it does it still air after Smackdown or did they move it before Smackdown now?
1: Um it still airs yeah, after so that's
0: the thing is I know a lot of people leave after Smackdown not a lot of people stay and watch it and at the same time I heard that you know when it comes to the network it's one of the lowest watched shows on the network so because of that I don't think they're just even trying to put much effort into it anymore Yeah but you no, are no, correct like if I, if they put um Chad Gable on it that would be awesome cuz he's another guy he's great they're not using him on the main roster why not you know why not put that spotlight on him in uh the cruiserweight and see you know what happens
1: because that one night a few weeks ago they he debuted on two hundred five and he went against I don't remember his name he has the mustache
0: uh, uh the uh, the but... white the really pale white guy
1: the gentleman yes. uh oh, I
0: forgot his name
1: Jack Gallagher
0: yes Jack Gallagher. yes yes I.
1: And that was one of that was one of the best matches that I had seen just overall on WWE. Well, I program. have to check
0: that out then because I I didn't even know that match happened. Yeah, that's just-
1: yeah he debuted already. I'm like, look, well, can exactly. we see him
0: more? All right, so now moving on, the next match we're gonna go over is the revival defending the Raw Tag Team Championships against the Usos. That.
1: That one is yeah, hard. Yeah,
0: me too. Cause I honestly like the Revival just recently won these titles. So you wanna assume they're gonna they're gonna keep it, but then at the same time are they just transitional champions and they're you know, they won it just so they could drop it to the Usos.
1: This one is hard for me because what the Revival is doing now and what they were able to bounce back from, like those storylines months ago, ooh. I I literally couldn't take it. Whenever I would see, like, the, the itchy stuff, I, I can't watch this yeah, that, right now. Mm-hmm. But what they're doing right now, and just being, like, really Hollywood, I I love it. But I also love the Usos. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel
0: much. like this is kind of winning, because I, mean, I like the Usos, too. But I, I kind of want to see the revival retained. But, I mean, you were right, like, some of that they were doing was silly. I think that was wwe trying to punish them for you know hints of going like the AEW. You know, like, mm-hmm. I did kind of like the whole segment with the when they were shaving each other's backs that was kind of funny but it, it did get a little <laughs> ridiculous with the whole itchy part and all that kind of stuff but i mean regardless you know yeah. they did finally win those titles uh, i think this is our second reign
1: yeah, yeah. i think so I mean, if if I had to give an answer now, then I would actually go with the revival. Yeah, that's
0: who I got too. I feel like you know they'll probably uh, carry. This is one of the matches I feel like they'll it'll carry over to SummerSlam, and the Usas probably will win then. But I think right now, I think they should mm-hmm. just keep it on the revival and you know keep some you know keep that momentum going with them.
1: Yeah, because I like it better when there are when the champions are healed.
0: Yes, me too. I mean. Because the thing is, when you have a good heel champion, that usually makes for a good story. And once when that you know that babyface finally wins the champion, it kind of goes downhill from there. Like you know, that's in the whole story with Kofi Kingston. Like that story when he was chasing Daniel Bryan was amazing, and then he wins the yes. champion, and and it's it's good. Like the storylines he's been in is good, but it just doesn't have that same you know magic. So. Sometimes it is best just – as long as you have a good story, you know, I think it is best sometimes having it on heels.
1: Definitely. I, I agree 100%. All right,
0: so the next match out the is the other uh, tag team title match where uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan are defending them SmackDown tag team titles against the New Day and Heavy Machinery. Who do you got winning this one?
1: Oh, no question, Daniel Bryan.
0: Yeah, me too. I – how long have they held these titles for? Two months?
1: Uh, I think a couple yeah, months. Yeah, because I know
0: uh, after WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan was off TV for maybe like a month and he returned and then they won these titles. They doesn't mm-hmm. seem like they've been booking them like crazy strong as a team, but I can see them holding on the titles for a little longer. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the New Day won either, but heavy machinery, i, I do not have any confidence in them winning these titles right now. They just haven't been, you know, booked
1: strong enough. And honestly, and I say this, and I don't mean any disrespect by it, I didn't really see them a lot. I know they came from NXT, but I feel like I didn't really see them a lot in NXT. And then they just appeared on the main roster. I don't know what I'm missing with them. I haven't connected with them Yes. I mean, they're probably really fun, but
0: um, I... Yeah, they, they seem pretty funny and all that kind of stuff, but I'm not a big fan of, like, comedian acts, you know, as champions. Unless it's, like, the right, right circumstance. Like, I love the whole, like, thing with um R-Truth and uh, Drake Maverick with that 24-7, Maverick. yeah, that, that's good. Like, that whole comedian, story, I like it. But when it comes to the more, like, serious titles, I don't want, you know... Two dudes walking down the ramp with these titles doing, you know, that goofy kind of walks and stuff that they do. I don't know. To me, that's very 90s. And I, like you said, like heavy machinery didn't really do much in NXT. And then they came up kind of like the same thing with Lacey Evans. Like they haven't connected with us. So it's, you know, they just need to be built up more before they're champions. I think that they're just in this match just because they may want to save, you know, like the New Day and versus Daniel Bryan Rowan just like a one on one
1: tag team match at SummerSlam. That's probably right. the case. Yeah, I just think what Daniel Bryan and Rowan what they're doing right now with the whole Captain Planet <laughs> gimmick, it's just too good. It's exactly. too good. And first of all, when I was a kid I was a I was a big fan of Captain Planet. Say whatever you will, but it's just too good. So Yeah,
0: I I I'm
1: gonna go with around
0: my age then because I do remember watching that as a kid, too. And honestly, like I I really like when Daniel Bryan was the WWE champion doing that kind of you know, Captain Planet stuff, I really wanted him to hold that title in a little longer because I was really enjoying it. I was kind of fine with the idea of Kofi Jason a little bit longer, but um, it it is a pretty cool gimmick. You know, Daniel Bryan is a fantastic heel, and that's why I've always preferred him as a heel. I lost a lot of interest mm-hmm. in him when he turned face. Like he's just a great character, and like this whole, you know, like save the Earth, Captain Planet kind of thing. It's just really working, and I think they definitely need to continue as uh, champions for now.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. All
0: right, so moving on. Next match I have on our list is Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley in a Last Man Standing match. So honestly, <laughs> like with me, I did not care about this rivalry. Until they had that match on Raw where uh Strowman and Lashley like went right through the the screen.
1: I uh, know I yeah, I agree. Because I don't know one minute they're on a team together doing something. I don't even know what they were doing. Then the next minute they're going against each other, so I don't know what mm-hmm. that was about. But that one night on Raw, I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm going to pay attention now because that was ridiculous. That was crazy. I don't really care who wins this match. But if I had to pick one, oh, I feel like Braun deserves a win. Yeah. I don't know what they've been doing with him over mm-hmm. the past year or why they haven't wanted to pull the trigger, but it's just been weird. I think for me, ever since... What happened mm-hmm. at WrestleMania? Was that this year where they had him booked with the kids? That was, was that
0: yeah, that was year? last year. That was uh, WrestleMania 34.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with him, but I feel like if I had to pick one, yeah. I'd pick Ron. Lashley's gotten some wins. He just squashed Ray Mysterio. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I I definitely agree, like, with Braun Strowman. It's just they keep building him up only to, you know, knock him down, and it's really annoying. So, I mean, I, I want them to do something with him so bad, but, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if Bobby, you know, uh, won either. I've been wanting them to, you know, push him. I really want to see Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar sometime down the road.
1: Yes, I think we all do.
0: <laughs> do you think it's a little too late for them to push Braun Strowman? Do you like feel like the damage has been done, or do you
1: think he can actually be
0: an actual big star?
1: You know what? I definitely – I don't think that it's too late. I don't know if I'm just being too naive or too – I don't think there's a thing of being, like, too optimistic. But I think that he can still grow, and he still has this trajectory that would just – go anywhere but up because they can still fix it because you look at the revival i'm like oh my god i love the revival i don't think i would have been saying that Mm -hmm. last year i've always liked them but they just were booked really weird but i think they still have time because people were saying the same thing about nikki cross why is she never on tv look at her now she's on tv Mm -hmm. on both shows every week so I still think there's a
0: chance. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it seems like he has enough support from the fans where if they started pushing him again, they get behind him. I just think WWE exactly. just has to make up their mind, you know, and he's obviously what the fans want. You know, he's the big guy, you know, that Vince, you know, Vince, Man- you know, traditionally likes. So I think if booked correctly, you know, I, I still think he can be, you know, as a character be saved. We just have to see... I just I just want them to pull that trigger and put, you know, either the universal or the WWE championship on him and just kind of see where it goes from there. Cause he's a very marketable kind of guy. Like they had the whole monster in the bank thing with him and yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. they could definitely market him pretty good. I just, I just don't know why, why, you know, what about him did they not like where they just kept, you know, knocking him down, you know, like he lost the uh, Lesnar. I think the last time he had some momentum, he, well, it was like a one minute match at a uh, crown jewel i believe
1: right yeah Yeah. so
0: sometimes what were you saying I just... sorry
1: no, no, i was just saying like
0: i just don't i it's just hard to understand because like this guy is just so good and it's wwe just they just make no sense they change their mind way too often with a lot of these wrestlers and it it just sucks seeing something like this happen to such a great wrestler with so much potential.
1: Exactly. I mean, but, yeah, I agree. I definitely don't think that he's at the point of no return yet. There's still a chance.
0: Yeah, I hope so, because, you know, when they put him in, you know, a solid feud, he's very entertaining. Like he can, he could be that, dis, you yes. know, indestructible monster heel at the same time. He can, he can have his comedian moments as well. Like I remember when he was doing that uh, mixed tags team matches with um, Alexa Bliss. That was funny. Like I feel like he could do almost anything Gold. with him, and it'll be entertaining. I I really want to see him be a heel again. That's when I liked him the most. He seems like you know he's just unstoppable.
1: And this may be an unpopular opinion, but I loved what he was doing with Dolph Ziggler and Drew. I miss Factions, mm-hmm. and I thought that would have been a great one. But then, yeah, WWE did what they do, mm-hmm. split it up, and exactly. here we
0: are. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm old school because I grew up, you know, watching the Attitude Era. I love factions. Like, I love, I was a big fan of the DX and, you know, the Union and the Ministry of Darkness and all that kind of stuff. They don't do that anymore. When they do do, like, a faction, it's usually like a three-man team, you know, like the New Day. Undisputed Era was three people, but now it's four. Like, I I want, like, a good four or five-man group, stuff like that. Right. But, I mean, you know, Strowman, when he was with Drew and Ziggler, that was three-man. But still, like, I I like a good faction.
1: Yes. Yes, I agree with that 100%. Uh,
0: So, we just have to see and just hope, hopefully they, you know, if they start pushing them, hope they keep up with it.
1: Exactly. Consistency. Yeah, that's it's very important in WWE
0: because when you keep, you know, doing stuff like that, it's just it ruins a wrestler. Like they did that with Ziggler for years, and now he's at the point of no yeah, return. No. Like they cannot fix him. It, the, his last <clears throat> best opportunity was back in uh 2014 when he, he had that big moment at Survivor Series. He was so hot, and then you know <laughs> WWE just gave up on him, and like I said, he just never re- recovered from that.
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm biased because I am a Dolph Ziggler. I'm a huge Dolph Ziggler fan. I know for a fact that's an <laughs> unpopular. opinion.
0: No, I mean, that, I mean, you're not the <laughs> only one. I, I'm a you know Ziggler fan too. Like I was big in the Ziggler back when he was you know Mister Money in the Bank, and he had AJ Lee with him. Yeah, I, I yes. missed them days. And Piggy, e. yes, I remember that. Yeah, that that was a good little trio they had. I, I was a. And it really pissed me off because you know the day that uh, A.J. Lee won that women's title, he lost the world heavyweight So they could have been like this power couple, both the championships, and then they they took it took it off and with uh I remember it was a good match. Del Rio turned heel and Ziggler turned face mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, that was just an, a great opportunity squandered right there. Yeah. All right, so now this next match, I'm actually really excited to talk about this one. Aleister Black versus Cesaro. How do you feel about Cesaro being the one who is knocking on the door?
1: You know what? I love Cesaro, and I love Alistair Black, but I just feel like, okay, I wouldn't be... Oh God, if I had to pick... Oh, this is this is actually a really hard one, because... I'm glad that it was Cesaro that knocked mm-hmm. on the door. He deserves the spotlight in a singles match and a big pay-per-view. But at the same time, this is Aleister Black's. Is this um, his solo debut on a pay-per-view?
0: I believe so, because when he came up, he was with Ricochet and they were doing those tag matches. So yes, I do think that is this is his first solo match on the main roster.
1: This is actually one for me where it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because I want Cesaro... To get this big win, but then if Alistair Black doesn't win, people will think, "Oh my God, he's buried." Exactly. Or if Alistair Black wins and Cesaro, they're like, "Do something." Well, I know I'm going to say, "Do something with Cesaro or give him something because he's earned it."
0: Yeah, I I do too. So I I, I think he's he's really earned it. I mean, like I mentioned, you know, earlier in the video that he's such a tremendous wrestler, but then he lacks that charisma. I think that, you know, they should try, like, because, you know, with AEW, they put together these, like, fantastic matches, and Cesaro can, you know, he can do the same, him and Aleister Black together in this match, win or lose with either one of these wrestlers. It's going to be a fantastic match, and that's what uh, WWE needs to start putting together. They need these, you know, great matches, and Cesaro being the kind of wrestler that he is, they need to utilize him, you know, um... And honestly, like you said, you know, you don't want either one of them to lose. They could figure something out and, like, do a draw, kind of like with Lashley and um Lashley and Strowman. And then they could uh carry it over to SummerSlam and have, you know, like a big, you know, a big match with some kind of stipulation.
1: Right, because I'm thinking, God, this is one of those cases where nobody really wants one Mm -hmm. or the other to lose so are they going to end it in a DQ but how would they end it in a DQ who would I just don't know how they would do that so I'm actually pretty excited to see how that's going to go or what way it's going to go Mm -hmm. I'm pulling for Cesaro but I know for a fact that it probably won't yeah I
0: think if there is a decisive winner it'll probably be Aleister Black just because Cesaro I think he's at that point in time of his career where he's just gonna Put over other wrestlers I'm fine with that if they mm-hmm. do that the right way and Alistair Black he's still you know fresh on the main roster so it, it makes more sense to push him but like I was just saying like I think it's best if they figure out some kind of way to end this match in a draw just to you know like I said have a bigger match at SummerSlam maybe um, I don't want to say a last man standing match since they're doing it already this pay-per-view but maybe some kind of um, two out of three falls, or I would say an Iron Man match, but that would be too long for SummerSlam since we know they're going to have like 15 matches on the card. Maybe they'll do something like that on right. Raw or SmackDown, but I, I definitely want them to end this in a draw just you know, to keep both wrestlers looking strong. So uh, we just have to see. I'm excited to see what happens, though.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm definitely excited about that one because I just I don't want either one of them to lose. But yeah, me. Let's hope they yeah, get it that's right. Let's hope. That's I
0: mean, not. we uh, have to put trust in uh, Heyman and uh, Bischoff to figure out something.
1: Exactly.
0: Now, another. This is another big match I'm really excited for. We got Ricochet defending his United States Champion against AJ Styles, who is now a heel and he rejoined with the club. Were you happy that uh, AJ turned heel?
1: Yes, I like mm-hmm. him as a face. He's cool, but as a heel, I just I loved it. But I'm naturally drawn to heel characters. Yeah,
0: me too. It's something so... about the being an asshole kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't know. It's, like I'm a big heel fan too, especially with like the women. But AJ Styles, like I didn't think he had it in him at first because when I first was introduced to him, it was in a uh, TNA. And he always was a face Mm -hmm. in TNA. And then, like, I knew he was a heel when he was doing, like, the Bullet Club thing. But, you know, I never actually watched, like, Ring of Honor or New Japan. So I never saw that character. And then when he turned heel, Mm -hmm. when he turned on uh, John Cena, we got to see that. And come to find out, she's a freaking phenomenal heel. Especially when he is aligned with, you know, his buddies, Gallows, Anderson. But, I mean, I'm not going to lie, though, prior to him turning heel, I was actually kind of hoping that Ricochet was going to be the one to turn heel and actually align with uh, the club. I think that would have been a really cool angle to do.
1: Oh, that would have been Yeah, different. I know. The only thing
0: is that you know, Ricochet pull off being a heel. That's, I think that's the only thing.
1: I I don't know. I All I know is that I'm pulling – I like Ricochet. I think he's great. I mean, he's – No pun intended, he is phenomenal, but I'm pulling for AJ Styles here. See,
0: this match is hard for me because AJ Styles was my favorite wrestler for a a little bit, but then Ricochet, Mm -hmm. like, I I have to say he's my favorite wrestler at this very moment. To me, like, because WWE has the absolute most talented roster that they've ever had in the history of their company, and it's hard to stand out when it comes to in-ring skills. But in my opinion, Ricochet stands out because he does a lot of stuff that none of these other wrestlers do. And he's just so excited anytime he's in the ring, I can't help but, you know, be drawn to the TV. Other time you know, other matches I might be on my phone or something like that. No, when Ricochet's out there, I am, you know, my eyes are glued to the TV and you know, so I, you know, I know AJ Styles is going to win this match. To be honest with you, but I, you know, I'm going to go the opposite way that you're going. I'm pulling for Ricochet. But I'm fine mm-hmm. if Ricochet loses too, because after this feud, maybe they'll put him in like you know a Universal or WWE title pitcher. something like that.
1: Ugh. I wish that he, if he did lose, I wish that there was a way to put him in the. Intercontinental title picture.
0: I'd be fine with that too, um, because whether it was you know either um, who, yeah, Finn Balor, whether it was him or you know if Shinsuke Nakamura wins, I'd be fine with you know, Ricochet versus either one of them, or if they did a triple threat match, that would be pretty cool as well.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah.
0: I just speaking of like the IC title, AJ. I'm uh, I'm surprised that match actually isn't on this card. I guess they're saving that for SummerSlam.
1: Oh yeah, when is... um Did they... Oh yeah, they just had a match on SmackDown. I, I like Finn. Mm-hmm. I really like Finn a lot. But he, I feel like he's been floundering ever since he got injured when he won mm-hmm. the Universal title. He had been floundering since then. He's about... I'm not going to say that because I like him. But I, he just needs like a kick or some sort of oomph or some something to make him stand out Mm -hmm. because when i look at his matches i'm like okay this is gonna look like the one from last tuesday and the tuesday before that all of his matches are like really robotic and the same almost Mm. just in my opinion now that
0: you mentioned it 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 is kind of you know i have to kind of like start agreeing with you with that because yeah he's a great wrestler but you don't really see anything new with him with his, you know, with what he does in the ring, or even, like, like, character skills, honestly.
1: I think it would be, oh, man, I mean, wishful thinking if they did something where it was, like, this super faction with AJ and Finn and the Bullet Club. Well, not the (laughs) Bullet Club, but Anderson and Gallows, if it was all four of them, and I don't know, maybe they could fight over custody of anderson and gallows mm-hmm. <laughs> and do something i don't know i'm talking out of my ass right now but just something with all four of them together would be amazing. yeah
0: i would definitely be down for that because i mean i know for a little bit there was the rumors of the whole Baylor, the balor club thing going around and you know there mm-hmm. were people like speculating online back when uh aj styles was feuding with roman reigns for the WWE championship people are saying oh well You know, the club is going to turn on Styles and, you know, Finn Balor's going to be the new leader. It never happened. I think that's what Finn Balor needs. He needs some kind of heel turn. Him as a face is just kind of starting to get boring now, and it's time to start doing something new with him. Even if he was like a tweener, I I feel like they don't bring out the demon enough with him. I I don't think they should go as far as to do it every single pay per view, but you know, the demon is what makes him actually, like, it gives him that, you know, that oomph that, you know, I think he needs. and Because even when he's the demon, he even, like, performs differently. He's a lot, lot more aggressive in the ring. And right.
1: They, yeah, it's just right now, he's just a, a yeah. little plan, but that happens to people. So, I mean, hopefully there'll be some change. I mean, I still think he's like in the upper echelon of wrestlers, he's just yeah. a little bland. So I agree with you. A heel turn or something would would be cool. Like when he did a promo and they were backstage. I think I forgot after what pay per view, and he's just like, yeah. Basically, he just kept saying, yeah, I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm just gonna go get the camera off me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> a feisty baller. Yeah, I'm with I'm that. I'm fine with that. Okay. Though. Yes. And then they just didn't do anything.
0: I mean, I'm not surprised, but like, like you know, we meant, we talked about earlier too, like with Paul Heyman and uh, Eric Bischoff taking over, hopefully they got some mm-hmm. kind of idea for him and a lot of the other wrestlers too. There, there, there's definitely a lot of changes that need to be made right now with a lot of the uh, characters we've been
1: seeing. Right.
0: So speaking of that, um, we have uh, Bailey defending her SmackDown women's title in a handicap mm-hmm. match. Against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. When did they make that a handicap (laughs) match? Kind of that originally was supposed to be a one-on-one.
1: You know what? Maybe, was it Tuesday? I have no idea. I just, I like all three of them, but just not in a match together.
0: Yeah, like.
1: I don't even know how this, I don't know how that feud even came about. Because I don't care about it that much.
0: Yeah, neither do I, because I remember, I think it was like two years ago when Alexa and uh, Bailey were feuding. That was one of the worst feuds. I remember that segment they did. I forgot what it was called, but it was that one where... uh, daily this this is is your your life yes and they did that stupid thing where they had like her ex-boyfriend come out and say that she they never kissed or something like that it was horrible that feud left such a bad taste in my mouth when they reintroduced this feud again like two months ago or whatever i was not interested in it at all and i still you know i still ain't i'm not and the thing is it seems like this feud is more about you know the uh, the partnership of Alexa and Nikki Cross. There, it seems like that's what they're focusing on. You know, the whole can Nikki trust Alexa kind of thing. So it, it's hard yeah. to get into this.
1: And yeah, because I I feel like people are still. I mean, we'll speak it for myself. I'm still tainted and just whatever from the Kindle to on the <laughs> pole match. I'm trying to move on from it, but then when WWE keeps tweeting like, yeah, Bailey and Alexa had this match a couple of years ago, I'm like, why would you do that? That's not a good exactly.
0: move. Exactly, yeah. That was terrible. And like, the other thing is like, it's a handicap match for a title, so if Alexa and Nikki win, are they both the champion? Like, that makes no sense at all. i, I- They did that like a year ago too. It was like AJ Styles defending his uh WWE championship in the handicap match against Kevin Owens and uh Sami Zayn. Like you know they're not gonna win. There's gonna be some kind of between Alexa and Nikki where they lose, which is obviously fine. I don't want them to both be champion. I don't want I mean Nikki, I'm fine with her eventually winning the title as a solo wrestler. But I don't think it's the right time. I, I you know, I'm thinking because the whole storyline between them two is, you know, not being able to trust Alexa because of her history with having friends. I kind of think that Nikki might actually be the one to turn on Alexa just to kind of throw us a swerve, and I won't be mad about that because I want to see Nikki as the heel that we saw her in NXT because I feel like that whole like psycho kind of crazy chick gimmick works best as a heel
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's just my opinion I mean how do you feel about you know that possibly happening
1: I mean I definitely hope that it does happen but it's like with her being a face right now is she a face or is she a heel I don't know. She's like, because it's like she's with Alexa, but then she's not like super. Evil, yeah, she's
0: so. like the good girl hanging out with the the wrong crowd kind of thing. Like she's not bad, but she, you know, like you said, just around the wrong crowd basically right now. Kind of like, um, what was that movie called? Um, with the girls in school. Mean, oh, girls. mean girls. Yeah, like she was the good girl hanging out with the bad, but then she turned bad. So. You know, that that kind yeah. of reminds me of uh you know, the storyline going on right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, but I feel like if I had to pick one, I definitely would like Bailey to keep her title. Mm-hmm. I definitely want Bailey to keep her title, for sure. I like the thing that they have going with Alexa and Nikki, just mainly because I'm like, Okay, well I'm used to seeing Nikki Cross as like the psycho and just really just without a care in the world just going to the beat of her own drum Mm -hmm. but then with her playing this character now I'm like I I like the fact that it's showing her from all sides and how versatile she is I think she's excelling at it and I think she's great but yeah
0: exactly like it shows like as a character what she's capable of because I mean we all know she can you know compete with anyone in the ring especially after that um Mm -hmm. oh. that match with Asuka was like a false count anywhere, something
1: crazy, yes. you know.
0: Like we know she can go out there. I want to see it. Like I, she's like the female Dean Ambrose, basically.
1: Yeah, you know, she
0: could do any kind of character that you give her. Kind of, it also kind of like Bray Wyatt. Anything you give to him, he turns into gold. So I feel like they definitely need to utilize Nikki and her talents, and see you know where they can go from there. Because she, I mean, the fans love her. She's popular with the with you know all types of fans you know kids adults men females. so i think they definitely need to take advantage of this opportunity
1: yes capitalize on it mm-hmm. for sure
0: and at the same time like bailey retaining which is what i'm predicting too that frees her up for you know something new at Summerslam.
1: yeah because i believe she deserves a legit title run
0: yeah, she does. I mean, she didn't really get a proper title run the first time around, so hopefully they get it right this time.
1: Yeah, and it's like her, with her character being a little spicy mm-hmm. now. Keep the title on her. I think she's. I always liked Bailey, so I think she's even better now, just with a little bit of spice, a little bit of sauce.
0: Exactly, because
1: yeah, I'd I'd like for her to retain. Yeah, because
0: like with Bailey, like I wasn't the. Biggest, like I've been kind of up and down with her like at first I w- really wasn't a big fan of her and then when she actually became mm. the NXT Women's Title I really started to appreciate her a lot more and then when she came to the main roster I feel like right. they just kind of ruined her for me and like it's just like I'm, I've i never mm. been like the big the biggest fan of the character as well you know I mean I'm gonna dot male you know she walks around you know with all you know Hugging yeah. people and stuff like that. But, I mean, I've always appreciated her her in-ring skills. She is so talented. I right. just think, you know, like you said, with her with the extra, you know, some spice to her. I think that's exactly what she needs right now. I mean, I'm excited to see what's next for her after uh, SummerSlam. Uh, we'll briefly talk about that after the next match because they kind of tie in together. And that actually is... a. Uh, Seth okay. Rollins and Becky Lynch teaming up against Baron oh, Corman wow. and Lacey Evans in that mixed tag match. Uh,
1: yes. Oh, God. Okay. I like... Okay. Mm-hmm. I like all four of them. I don't like them together in one match. Yeah. I. It's just that whole... And I think it's because okay, we're in... Becky and Seth are in a relationship thumbs up but I feel like they're trying to don't spoon feed me their relationship I don't care I don't don't care at all I would just rather see the wrestling and I don't want the man's man like I don't care about that it's just overcooked I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Baron Corbin I think he's a great heel People do not like him. <laughs> I like him, obviously. And Lacey Evans, I watched her when she was in NXT. She represents South Carolina, so I'm a little biased in that. But I like her. I mean, I like her a lot. But those four in a match together, yeah, right. throw it away. <laughs> I mean, I don't like the fact that it's like, I feel like with some of these matches, like, okay, Becky is... One of the most popular, if not the most popular, person in the company right now, and Seth is her boyfriend. Do you honestly think that you know Lacey and Baron Corbin are going to win? I mean, if they did win, wow, I really wouldn't even know what to say. But don't insult my intelligence. We know how this is going. Yeah, be. exactly.
0: Like yep. Seth
1: always. And, and the Baron thing Corbin. is, Come if
0: um, Baron Corbin and Lacy ever win, they become champions. I. Do not see either Becky or Seth losing them championship. It just it would make no sense at all. No. And like with the whole relationship thing, I was fine with how um, uh, what was that uh, stomping grounds paper? I was fine with that moment. I would have been fine if they would have had that mixed tag match on Raw the next night. But the fact that they're creating like a story mm-hmm. out of it, I just I don't like it either. Like we know, like you said, we know they're in a relationship that's yeah. cool. Like I do like their relationship. I don't as a thing on TV. I mean, if they were like a heel power couple, that's one thing. But I don't, like I said, I, it's turning into like some kind of, you know I don't, you know, I feel like it's going to turn into one of those like love affair kind of storylines something silly like that and Mm -hmm. i i like seth rollins and becky lynch way too much for them to be a part of some kind of silly storyline like i like seth rollins doing his thing and i want becky to do her thing too you know like i mentioned on twitter i don't want i don't want becky you know i have a boyfriend like i want becky lynch the stone cold steve austin badass i'm gonna kick your teeth in yeah the man we want we don't want you know (laughs) heard you know because like stone cold steve austin (laughs) they never did a storyline with him having like a girlfriend and you know all that you know silly stuff you know and that and that's what they were doing with becky at first she was the stone cold rebellious you know hardcore badass and now you know they're doing this relationship thing and it's just so Mm -hmm. silly that only good thing about them continuing you know their feud with Lacey Evans and Baron Corman is that we know they'll be freed up at SummerSlam for something new that's the only thing that mm-hmm. I'm actually happy about this match and like speaking of the whole like when I mentioned like Bailey both Bailey and Becky will be freed up for something new at SummerSlam honestly I, I I'm very confident with the idea of Sasha Banks returning and challenging one of them. Who do you think that Sasha Jeff. would more likely challenge at uh, SummerSlam?
1: Probably Becky. If they brought yeah, Sasha I think back regardless
0: she's going to come back as a heel. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards Becky too. I just feel like it depends on Ronda. If mm. Ronda comes back. I think mm-hmm. she'll be challenging Becky, and Sasha will go to Bailey, and I'm fine with that. Because I actually...
1: you know what? I also wouldn't mind at SummerSlam is if we finally get mm-hmm. on the main roster the four horsewomen and like a fatal four way. Well, no, I don't even know how that would work.
0: I would just I'm want fine. To yeah, just I, I would women. love to see that too. I think that would <laughs> probably be a good like WrestleMania 36 main event. I think, you know, we need to get that yeah. four horsemen moment. Especially, I think if they do it, they should do the feud with the UFC four Horseman first. Like, one of my predictions that mm-hmm. may happen if Ronda does challenge um, Becky, you know, I can see uh, Shayna Baszler, um, Jessica Duke, and Marina Shafir debuting at Summer cost and costing Becky the match, which would actually start, you know, the feud between both factions. And then that could, you know, lead to yes. eventually some kind of deception between, mm-hmm. you know, WWE's four horsewomen and they could have that actual match at um, WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. That would be a good mm-hmm. idea for sure. Hopefully we get it eventually, but if I had to pull for anybody out of this uh mixed
0: tag i mean no they they didn't i don't think kind of like you know heavy machinery they didn't do really much with her in nxt and then they threw her on yeah and they threw her on the main roster and all she's doing is just strutting down the ring and then all of a sudden she's in this big feud with you know the hottest wrestler on the planet it just it was just so underwhelming because you know that moment becky had at wrestlemania now she's feeding with, you know, an unfamiliar wrestler too. you know, your uh, casual fans and for even us hardcore fans, you know, we're only so from, you know, so much familiar with her. So to me, it's just, it's a feud. We you know most of us didn't want and it's been dragged on for so long. I think, you know, we're just looking forward right. you know, for this to end at extreme rules.
1: Yeah, hopefully. And I mean, I think everybody's a little tired of Seth exactly. and Baron being in the ring at the same time. Like that's been going on for months and months and months. Okay, y'all turn they turned Bobby Roode heel and did nothing with yes, it. Yes, because I actually I was on.
0: watching uh, Try to do something uh, takeover with him. earlier today, and I was watching that match between Bobby and Andrew uh, Drew McIntyre, and just like I miss Bobby Roode, you know. Or Robert Roode, whatever you want to refer to him as, like he was such a great heel, and he can be like a main event star. Like I'm actually kind of hoping that maybe he challenges Seth Rollins at Summerslam. I will not be mad about that, even though I know he's probably not going to win. I just want to see him in you know a big main event scene because he's he's a good wrestler. He's not like fantastic by any means, but he is such a great character, and that that. Entrance, he does is it's so arrogant and I right. love
1: it. It's like ideally, and I know it. Oh would happen, my goodness, if they I could remember give us that beer money. Bobby Roode, I would be. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I yeah,
0: I, I, I like I like said, so, like I would not be mad about that at all. <laughs> they just need to get on. Um, well, it was James Storm, right. Yeah, they just need to bring him up now, and then uh, they can reform that yeah. tag team. But yeah, like Bobby Roode, he he's fantastic. Like he's another yeah. guy they just have not booked well since coming up to the main roster because they, they they brought him up as a face when he was the best heel in NXT. Is just yeah, it made no sense at all, and it, they kind of they kind of ruined him honestly,
1: and that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like he was the U.S. champ. And, I don't – I like I even forgot that he, he
0: was the there. U.S. champ. It wasn't a long reign on that. <laughs> I have
1: no idea.
0: But he was 24-7 champ as well, but that didn't last long either. No,
1: no, it wasn't. Exactly. So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, That's uh, an obvious that choice. Exactly.
0: Uh, next match, uh, The Undertaker returned to uh, join Roman Reigns to take on the team of Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Pretty random about The Undertaker coming back. I mean, obviously, it was you know, <laughs> WWE trying to boost the ratings, but it just it's just so weird because how he's inserting himself into this storyline. I mean, I'm not mad about him returning. You know, he's in his mid-50s now, he definitely doesn't have too much mm-hmm. left in him, so I'm kind of fine with seeing him a few more times because I think we can all agree when he finally does hang up his boots, we're going to miss him. So I'm just happy just to see him. I don't even really care, honestly, that this right. is kind of a, a weird kind of match. I, I, I don't think it's going to be that good of a match, at least from a technical standpoint. Yeah, I mean, maybe just, it'll it will tell a good story because, I mean, we know Shane. He could do some crazy mm-hmm. stuff. And Undertaker is kind of like he needs, you know, yeah. someone else to carry the match. If they can carry the match well, I think he can look good in it.
1: Mm-hmm. I I mean, I obviously I'm going to go with... Mm-hmm. And it sucks, but I'm going to go with The Undertaker and Roman on this one. And I say that it sucks because Drew McIntyre is a beast. He's... He's amazing, and they Mm -hmm. just kind of have him just hanging out, but I'm tired. Shane does not deserve to win a lot of the matches that he does, but I mean, I get it because I like Shane's character, but then he he doesn't need to be on both shows in multiple feuds. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like poetic justice in this match would be Roman pinning Shane. For the simple fact that Shane somehow uh, hit him at that Saudi Arabia event, I thought that was odd.
0: Yeah, it it, got the it seems there. like um right now like they are overexposing Shane at man because for the longest time he was wrestling two three times a year. Now all of a sudden he's like at every pay per view. I think it's honestly like a ratings thing. I think they think you know McMahon on the show helps the ratings, which I don't actually really agree. But with Shane, yeah. I feel like he's be- better in small dosages. I, what I what I think is going to happen in this match, I think the Undertaker yes. will probably pin Shane because the the rumors are the Undertaker is probably going to fight McIntyre at SummerSlam. I'm fine with that. I guess I am. I'm predicting that. Roman oh, wow. Reigns will go one on one with Shane well, O'Mac at a SummerSlam. Yeah. We we'll probably get that win. Uh, but I mean, this storyline, in my opinion, with Roman and Shane is kind of, yeah, it's... yeah. I was actually gonna say that, but yeah, it, it is kind of weird at all. But Shane, McMahon like you <laughs> said, he's been picking up all these wins lately. I, you know, it, he won the feud against the Miz. I did not see that happening, but. I think the whole idea of this storyline was to build Shane yeah. up so he can lose to Roman at Summerslam. Just because I think that you know they want to do something big with Roman without mm-hmm. putting the title on him right now, because obviously if Roman beat Kofi Kingston, people are gonna be a little pissed and boo him out of the building. So I think WWE's trying to play him smart right now. Exactly. Yeah, and if they did do like that, three I mean, years now, turn him
1: heel. It's not. It's yeah, not like he wasn't him. a heel when yeah. he first came in. And he if was they, the
0: heel. And he's not so really we know that good on the mic, it. honestly. Right. So they, uh, he could be just like a quiet kind of heel and just goes out there and destroys people. Or if they want to put a mouthpiece with him, make him a Paul Heyman guy or something like that. I mean. Or find someone else who can be a good heel manager. I like. I want to yes. see Roman Reigns heal so bad, but I just, I, I I've kind of lost hope in it happening. Kind of like with John Cena, I wanted to see that for a while, and they just, they never pull the trigger. So it kind of discourages me from even trying to hope for that to happen anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. So. So, it looks like we did say the best for last, though. Uh, Kofi Kingston defending the WWE Championship against your man, Samoa Joe.
1: (sighs) Samoa Joe, hands down. I love Kofi. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that he got his moment. Uh, He's been booked amazing, in my opinion. He's been booked great. But Samoa Joe is just, to me, he's the total package. He puts on good matches. I mean, I went back and I looked at some of his stuff in TNA, too. I mean, this guy is great. He's a great exactly. They need to pull the trigger with him because
0: every time they've put him in an actual, like, a feud and put, like, the spotlight on him, he does fantastic. Like, when he was in that feud with Brock Lesnar... He was a beast. I've never Mm -hmm. seen someone manhandle Brock Lesnar like Samoa Joe did, and it felt so real too. Like anytime Samoa Joe is in the ring with someone, it feels like a fight, like not a wrestling match, but it feels like a fight. And then like his feud with AJ Styles, you know, the "I'll be your new daddy" kind of thing, like that was awesome. And it just it seems like they use him just to put other people over and to make yeah. them look good and why don't you just put make him as a champion for a few months at
1: least? Yes, exactly. If anybody took the belt off, Kofi, I mean, because people have waited on this moment, but Samoa Joe would be the perfect person to do it. Because that would be one that you could, mm-hmm. okay, well, you, the fans say that they want stories, let's give them a story. Because Samoa Joe can tell his own story, then Kofi, I mean, he's already kind of, I mean, has he, no? I mean, this would kind of be like a redemption story to, like, try to get the title back. But, like I said, I'm naturally drawn to Yeah, because,
0: like, 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 like we mentioned earlier in like, the video, once when face the face is becomes the champion, it's kind of like, well, what's next kind of thing, like because like the same thing happened with daniel bryan at wrestlemania 30 that was such a great story and then when he won he was putting you know that very underwhelming story with Kane before he got hurt it just it feels like you know ww just can't execute things like after they tell that you know that big story with the face climbing the mountain to overcome to heal they just you know they they don't think about what to do after that and Usually that's just the best story to do, but like with Kofi, like I feel like he's had his moment. I won't be mad if he wins, honestly. But I think it is it is um, Samoa Joe's time, and I think they should pull the trigger, right? And I think it probably could make a good storyline too, because. They could have another match at uh, yes. SummerSlam. I'd be fine with that. And then I'm kind of predicting, because like I mentioned with Roman Reigns, they're going to put that WWE Championship on him sometime within the next few months just because of the whole like SmackDown moving over to Fox. They're going to want that title mm-hmm. to be on a big name. What I think will probably happen is, like I said, Samoa probably will be Kofi. After that feud is over, I think they'll put Samoa Joe in a feud with Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then um, my my prediction is they will have a title oh. match on SmackDown, the very first episode, <laughs> you know, when they air on Fox. Roman will probably win. Brock Lesnar comes out with that briefcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, because he hasn't been on TV for, like, two, three weeks or Oh, yeah, like I but, forgot
1: he had the briefcase. Yeah,
0: I think that's Ugh. what's going to happen. I mean, it sucks that, you know, Samoa <laughs> Joe, if he does it. win this title, he'll probably only have it for, like, two or three months. But, yeah. Exactly. At least you could say the fact he finally would be won the title, even if it's him being a transitional champion. Title. And it's safe because, you know, a lot of fans, you know, with Kofi losing that title, they're not going to be happy about that. But I think a lot of them will be okay and content if it's from Samoa Joe, because a lot of fans do like and respect him. So I think it's one of those safe, you know, opportunities that WWE has to actually take that title off of Kofi, put it on someone else only to do the storyline that they want to do with Roman if that happens. The thing is, if that happens, I I do not care to see Roman and Lesnar again in the ring.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Because that's almost been like a like a yearly ritual. We, we don't need to yeah, see it. Yeah, we don't. I just think it's it just again. WWE and the whole no. ratings thing. But that's I mean, okay. unless
0: Heyman can convince Vince not to do this. Well, we'll just we'll just have to see honestly but i mean vince mcmahon looks at lesnar and sees ratings so so i think right now that's probably the storyline we're gonna get but at the same time
1: unless i I, okay you're fine if they put the title back on lesnar i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you what were you saying if they put the title back on him, I wouldn't mind seeing Brock with the title. Uh, yeah, I love that. Showed personality like with Boombox Brock, he showed personality. I'm like, that's so dope. Mm-hmm. It is about time. Or when he had the match with AJ Styles at Survivor Series, that was a great match. So if we, yeah, exactly, that Brock like as the when champion, Brock
0: Lesnar is motivated, when mind. he's in some kind of storyline that he actually likes, he is. Awesome. When he is doing something he really doesn't care about, you can see it, and it is more like right. you know, he was not into any of his feuds with um Roman Reigns. Yeah. But you know, like like you said, like his match with AJ Styles was fantastic, and his no. feud with Samoa Joe was great. His um even back in the when he first came mm-hmm. back, his feud with John Cena was good. If you do something that he wants to do you know he's great, even though I feel like he should perform well regardless, just because of the kind of money that they're paying him. But yeah, Brock, uh, motivated Brock Lesnar is the best Brock Lesnar, and if he's a champion and he gives us that kind of character, and if uh, they're actually you know putting him on TV a little more, I won't be mad
1: at that. Yeah, just hopefully with this new regime of you know, Bischoff and Heyman doing mm-hmm. their thing. If we get Raw's and SmackDown's like we saw this Tuesday with SmackDown or last week with Raw, I mean, I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I'm all for something different and new. And um, hopefully, because I, I know Paul Heyman is very good with creative. Bischoff, mm-hmm. I have mixed feelings about just because of his history with like WCW and even uh, he was a part of a uh, TNA for a little bit too so some of his you know yeah, things is a little sketchy but um, we'll just have to see regardless he, he should be able to bring some new fresh ideas to the company.
1: Yeah so it's like I feel like what I've been doing lately like okay because you know it got to a point where I was watching every week just to mm-hmm. keep up with the story but I'm like you know what let me not follow any of like these gossip pages and speculating is fun, but I'm like yeah it's kind of taking away from me just enjoying the product so I don't know I'm just excited I don't want to know any spoilers I don't want to know about what anybody heard uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm just gonna watch it for what it is and
0: hopefully we I get hope good so stuff. too I guess I need to stop posting speculations and spoilers
1: then <laughs> well no 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 it's fine but it's like some people would just like it it got to be a yeah. lot. I'm like, yeah. This is no. I don't want to. No, that's okay. Exactly. Because I mean that <laughs> so can I don't ruin, mind ruin it. it here there, like sprinkled yeah. in. Yeah. So I don't know, but if we get boombox, Brock.
0: I'm yeah, winning. me too. I mean that was really fun. Some people were saying it was kind of cheesy, but I, I personally, I really enjoyed it. It gave me a good laugh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would just hate to see. Brock like beat just don't just leave mm-hmm. Samoa Joe alone just don't <laughs> touch him treat him with kid gloves let him have his moment please. exactly please You're... <laughs> so if he takes it off Kofi hey man good run but it's his
0: exactly now. I think they need to try something new anyway I mean Samoa Joe I think the thing that's held him back right. is his look I don't think um Vince McMahon's a big fan of you know mm-hmm his look but it, it is what it is like i think they just they, they need to start trying new things honestly they need to spice things up a little bit so this that we just have to pray that you know they pull the trigger this sunday with samoa joe <laughs>
1: yeah
0: all right so i think that covers exactly. everything we discussed every match our predictions so you excited this for this sunday then Yeah, unfortunately, I'll be at work, so I'll just have to keep up with everything from Twitter while I'm there, any downtime I get. Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) That sucks, but (laughs) I don't know. I mean, hopefully it'll be, what was the last pay-per-view that came on, Stomping Ground. Hopefully. An underrated pay-per-view like stomping grounds because people. Uh, I'm hearing more excitement. I really think they're going to. They. I think they got a heater. I think they're going to really do it. Hopefully. Hopefully.
0: Yeah, we will. I, I, some of the stuff you said oh, at the end uh, And there were some kind of connection issues. On can you just repeat that real quick, please?
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, what I was saying is hopefully, you know, with Extreme Rules, it'll be like how Stomping Grounds was really Mm -hmm. underrated and people just bashed the show before it even came on or gave it a chance. Hopefully Extreme Rules will be the same way, if not better. But I think with this card... Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have a heater, like a lot, like some matches where I'm like, "Uh, I don't care to see it." The match will probably. I hope so too, because I think that's be the best amazing. way
0: to get people excited so for SummerSlam I guess we'll is just to have put to together wait a really strong show here at Extreme Rules, just so people can get excited. So I mean, we can only hope. I have exactly. faith in this pay per view, though. So we'll just have to see. But um, yeah, definitely for uh, definitely thank you for Me joining too. my show today. It's definitely much appreciated. I had Me a. Too it was definitely a fun conversation i mean we lasted over an hour today <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i see that i'm like oh okay this was fun yeah i was too. so nervous oh, no but... problem
0: it's a pleasure um you know the uh, door is definitely <laughs> open you. down the road yeah, if you uh have any ideas to do another episode all right cool and you thank you so much for, jo- for okay, joining again and you have a great night
1: stephanie Mm-hmm. Bye.